The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host for the evening. I am so glad to be here tonight. It is Wednesday, August 26th, uh, 2020. I know we don't like to say that anymore. 2020. It's been six months since I last saw you guys. Everything shut down in the middle of March, as I'm sure you all know. All this pandemic, uh, coronavirus crap that everybody's been dealing with, and I know it's been a lot of uh, hardship for a lot of folks. So I thought coming back, uh, my first show, um, the best thing to do maybe was uh, to bring someone on who could bring a little happiness, a little joy, a little laughter. So without further ado, please welcome my guest for the evening, comic actor extraordinaire, Malden native, Mr. Wow. Dave Russo. That, that's a, that was a great intro. Thank you very much, Michael. Michael John, right? Michael, Michael John. John. And I'm right. David John. And we both grew up on the 02148. That's uh, I, it. I wouldn't want to be anywhere. But you introduced me as a comic as an, and an actor. Correct. So I think I should do a joke for the folks at home. Because um, this is a pandemic joke now. Take it away, We've been going friend. through this a lot, right? Well, and, the theme uh, of the night is... Is, is fun. Fun, laughter, okay. joy. So positivity, right? So think about it. Look, uh, if you have a nice eye... Well, first of all, if you have like a big nose and nice eyes, the mask might not be a bad look on you. Okay? So, <laughs> so think of it positively, you know what I mean? Because some people don't like it. Some people don't like the mask. Oh, no, it's annoying. Who well, likes the mask? Well, I, I think I do. You I think do? I do. You do? Some guys are legs guys. I think I'm a mask guy. I think I really do. I, I Double mask me. I'm like old now. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I have fun with it, though, because, um, you know, like you said, when, I, when we talk, you know, we're, we're positive, upbeat people. Yes. And so, uh, you know, we're going through this. We can either go through yeah. it in a negative fashion or a yeah. positive fashion. And uh, and we're in the 02148 where, where I grew up, so I feel safe. Well, that's right. And uh, yeah. I, I, I'm so excited to have you on, really. It's been, you're the, one of the busiest comics out there. Uh, you know what? Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, you know what it is? It's uh, the phone. There's always a phone. There's always a phone. So somebody wants to do something. Somebody wants to laugh and be entertained. And uh, and comedy, I think like your producer mentioned, when you're a comic, you have to be somewhat entrepreneurial. Yes. Uh, you may have to emcee a, uh, a wedding shower sometimes. You may have to emcee uh, oh, a lot of events. Uh, I've, I've performed at weddings. Yeah. You know. Well, I know. And, I, and, I've, and I've known you for, for a while. But huh? when I did a little research on him, I'm like, whoa, this guy's got a lot of versatility, doing a lot of different stuff. Well, you know. Hopefully we, we show some of that stuff tonight. Well, I appreciate you saying that. You know, um, I, yeah, Malden, 
you're talking like sports background and dancing and things like that. Right? Well, a no, bit of no, but when you you mentioned no, but you do Dirty Water TV. Oh, you're out sure. there interviewing. You're doing you 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 know you yeah. host things. You you know it's a well, lot. It's a know, lot. You know what? You're right. You're right. And you try to keep up with the times. Yeah. And right now the social media is big. Uh, and I know you know everyone's at their home. Everyone's at their house. And yes. The, and and, and I live alone, so I that's how I was communicating <laughs> with people because you know some folks like I, I call my parents and, and my sister go oh, all three years later I, I'm not coming over. You know what I mean? This pandemic was perfect for you. Oh, it, you know, I didn't skip a beat. I'm like, I'm all, all I know is that people are like, hey, you know what? He hasn't been out in four months. Maybe he's a little more safer than we thought. <laughs> well, listen, I, I mean, you've, you've been on a, a lot of, uh, you've been interviewed a lot, sure. I would imagine, a lot yeah. of talk shows. Um, and, and a lot of folks in Malden certainly know you growing up. But um, for the folks who don't, getting, getting introduced to you tonight. All right. Um, and I don't want to go way back. Okay. You know, I'm going to channel my Barbara Walters. All right. No, if I, I were a tree. No, right. if you were a tree. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but I see some of these things. That w- water shed things that happened to you that helped you to create the Boston Comedy Festival contest. Would that yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, Could you, you know, talk about that? I can. I was the inaugural Boston Comedy Festival winner, uh, New Comic Award. I actually beat out uh, 80 guys. Uh, 80 men and women, entertainers, comics. And I'll tell you one thing, um, timing is everything. Anyone out there, timing is everything because I was just an opening act. And so I only really had five to ten minutes, but it was tight because I worked on it every day and I would videotape and audiotape and like Mike Donovan audiotape and I'd see all the good guys would always audiotape and videotape. So my act was tight. And uh, quite honestly, Lenny Clark who was known as a dirty comedian or like more aggressive, he told me, hey kid, you want to make it on TV? Cut it with the crap. Nice jokes, clean jokes. And so back then, I just worked on writing clean. And Stephen Wright, I have to, I have to mention oh, Stephen another Wright. Great one. Another yeah. great one yeah. had mentioned that uh, if you can do a joke uh, six out of ten on the scale, then use the F word as eight out of ten. He goes, throw the F word out. Somehow rewrite that six out of ten to be that eight or ten out of ten. And so it, it's it's people you know comedy's not funny. That's why I don't want to be a comedian. I want to be I want to be a comic actor. Yeah. Because you know writing jokes and being funny all the time. Uh, I'd rather just be more entertaining, and uh, more shiny. Oh, what year was that though when you did that? As as far as won the contest. Uh, that was in two thousand. Oh my god. That was twenty years ago. Yeah. I don't. I started doing comedy February fourteenth and fifteenth of ninety seven was my first paid spot. Two and a half years later, I won the uh, Boston Comedy Festival. And not a lot of people know this. I want to share this with you because I just actually remember this. Yep. I came in that same year. I came in third place in the San Francisco International Comedy Festival. And some of the people that have been in that, that's been going on for 30, almost 40, 50 years now. Uh, Robin Williams came in second place the first year. Uh, yeah, he, he didn't win it. Uh, uh, Louis C.K. was in fifth place one year. Ralphie May was in fourth place two years before me. Um, some of the guys, uh, Dan Cook came tape. in second place. No, well, what happened is I, I applied for the, the festival. Oh, yeah, I so I sent a VHS tape, right? I sent a tape back 20 years ago. And they had just found out that I had won the Boston Comedy Festival, so I got invited. And talk about being a rookie. I flew out to Reno. I came in first place that night out of 15 people. And they said, all right, you're going to be here for the next week. I only had a one-way ticket. I ended up hooking up with a kid from Wisconsin, a buddy of mine, uh, Brad. Um, it'll come to me, Brad uh, Brackenridge, Rob Brackenridge. And, I, and, he, and he saw that I won won it that night and he came in fifth and he's like uh hey you want to hang out i was like yeah i want to hang out yeah he's like i got monte carlo ss i'm like well i'm coming with you so we hung out for the whole month wow. it's a month-long event and i ended up coming i ended up beating him out here <laughs> i was top five maybe the final but he was sixth place so the last week i was on my own and we're still friends to this day i got him into the boston comedy festival years later i helped him get his first manager barbara north and we're still friends to this day 
So would you consider that the, the Frisco show, uh, third place, the, the first big break? It was, my first t- it was my first TV spot. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that. It was on a VCR tape. I'm getting it transferred. You're dating yourself. Again. Oh, I, that's all right. That's okay. That's all right. I, I cut my hair. I look younger. I cut my hair. <laughs> I got my you hair do. cut next to the barbershop. Oh, right next to the barbershop, right next to my house there. Black label barbershop. My buddy Matt Mishy uh, was their teacher, and he's a great barber. So, But you wanted a scally cap. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Signature. We ADD uh, a little bit here. We're two Malden people. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's back it up even further because okay. I'm always fascinated. I've had okay. some some uh, entertainers on or an author on, and and did you know? In grammar school, did you know? In junior high, high school, were you the guy in the back of the room with the wisecracks? Did you know you were going to pursue this okay. uh, comic career? Quite easy. I 100% always knew I was going to be an entertainer. Uh, I was never shy, maybe the middle child type syndrome thing, but at an early age, uh, I can dance. And I, I, I Funny found you should I, I, I found, no, the truth of the matter is I found out I could dance at an early age, and I've never taken a dance lesson. I just was, I just loved it. I, probably because, you know, uh, in the set, when I was growing up, you know, I was home with my mom, and she'd put on the record player or whatever, we'd sing to the, the freak, the chic, whatever, we'd, we would just There you go. Dance. Well, I, I, and I had an older I, sister, so I, so I always knew at an early age I was going to somehow be in entertainment, and it did happen when I when I turned about fourteen. It really came to fruition. Fourteen? Yeah, I was fourteen years old. I I did uh, my first national commercial. I did a commercial for Tweeter Stereos. I was doing I was dancing like this. I did a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Uh, I had a full page spread in Filene's basement, the Sunday Globe, or Filene's the Sunday Globe. Yeah, I was I was a break dancer, and um, you break it. I can't I can't resist yeah, because I, this I, is I a good break segue. Yeah, we, break we, we got some video. Oh, Actually, you back in, I believe, in 1985, folks. <laughs> if they're ready in the booth, this is from Junior Varieties of oh, yeah, uh, sure. Dave doing a little break dancing. Wow. Uh, yeah, there you go. Here we go. And, uh, that is some serious. So let's talk about this move right here. So this right here. It's making my head swim. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that's Chris Ivory, Ellen Pompeo's husband from Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Right? Yeah, he's rapping. And that's uh, myself doing uh, flares, that is I believe, impressive. into windmills and then into headspins. Now, the thing is, you're saying this is impressive. I'm looking at it, I'm very disappointed in myself because this is a year after I came out of retirement. I had, the year before, I've been trying, I've been calling uh, Mr. Fox here. I've been saying, do you have 1984 on, uh, this is 85. I, 84 was the one I wanted. I lost it this year. Is that right? We didn't even win it this year. I, we, you gave me two. I chose the wrong one. No, that's the windmill <laughs> one. No, I, I, gave the, I gave her the windmill one and the headspin one. Oh, okay. And, and, that's, oh. uh, and th- that's both from there. But that's oh, from a year. that was both from I had camaraderie. I was a break dancer from like nine years old to 14. Well, what year were you, were you in high school then? I was a high school. That was, that was my sophomore year in high school. Oh, my God. Uh, two day, after that, I ended up, uh, I started the wrestling team. I started John Lepresti. The Monday after Thanksgiving, I started, uh, I started wrestling from Malden High School. Uh, that's so I went, impressive. I went for break Those dancing. Are... Well, I had to learn how to wrestle. The kids didn't like me that I was a dancer. You think bully kids get bullied now. You try being a Caucasian and they could dance really good back in the day. That was small. I was, I was rolled up on a rug, stuffed in lockers. They used to bug fun of me. I had a battle with them. So I had to get on the wrestling team. That's what I did. I, I, I would, I would imagine you were, great, you were a great wrestler back in high school. I would imagine these moves kind of oh, helped absolutely. you in the, in the wrestling. It, it helped right? me tremendously. Uh, wrestling is a one-on-one sport. And uh, growing up in Malden, uh, as we all know, sports was huge. Whether it was basketball, hockey, baseball, you know, you always saw kids at the park, saw kids at the park. So when I went to wrestling, I ended up finally got to go against kids my own height. And so it was kind of easy. You know what I mean? Like, I was always competing with big guys. I, we, I grew up with some great athletes. Jay Simmons was a great athlete. Yeah. I grew up with Maddie Jones. A lot of the guys, Brian Hatch, Danny Jones. I mean, all these kids I grew up with were 10 feet tall. And uh, so when I got to play with the little kids, I was like, this is easy. 
<laughs> so I don't think I was as good as a wrestler as I thought I was. I just got to play with the smaller kids. Well, was there any thoughts of continuing uh, the pursuing wrestling? I don't well, know that there's... Uh, well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what ended up happening. Um, uh, in 1988, I'm, I'm happy to say I became Malden High School's first ever state wrestling champion. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and at the tournament at Brockton High School, the coaches voted I got MVP in the state tournament. Uh, but I did go Division One. I. I wrestled in college. And then in 1990, I did. I did wrestle four years at Division One, the smallest Division One college in the country, Wilkes University. We were ranked top 20 in the United States of America. We wrestled Shout against out. Army, Navy, Lehigh, Rutgers, Old Dominion. And these kids were tough farm boys. And I got my butt kicked my first year. They kicked my butt. I learned how to wrestle in Pennsylvania. If you know anything about PA out there, Pennsylvania has the best high school wrestling in the country. As a matter of fact, at the end of the year, they have the high school Pennsylvania All-Stars versus the United States of America All-Stars. So I kind of learned how to... But the toughest of all that kept me through because they kicked my butt down well, PA. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, you're talking a big game. So we actually got video of you wrestling. Oh, okay. We have video oh, this is the gold medal wrestling. You, yeah. I believe this is... And there it is. All right, you ready for this? All right, you ready for this? I hadn't wrestled. This is my first time I've wrestled in five years. Uh, and, he's, and I was ranked 15 out of 16. And he's the number two seeded kid. And he's the varsity wrestler at Boston University. Where's this? This is at Boston University. Wow. And I'm sorry that I beat him up in front of the hometown crowd. <laughs> uh, but I had to do it. You were. Yeah, it's pretty relentless. Agile and. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Napoleonic Syndrome. Little Man's Disease. It's all that stuff. And um, so when, I, when people say they need to play sports, I said I played hockey, baseball, football. I rolled around with men on mats. And I was on the wrestling team. No, this period I pretty much kicked his butt. Uh, he got he got a couple points on me in the second period. I was running from him because I was tired. It's my first time I wrestled in five years. <laughs> I came out of retirement. And, uh, yeah. So this uh, stuff. Yeah, this was uh, this was basically in 1997. I came out of retirement. They seated me 15 out of 16, and so I ended up wrestling number two ranked kid, the number four ranked kid. Uh, the number five and the number one. I ended up winning the gold medal, and uh, I've never wrestled since because it was like a storybook. It was storybook. You know, I, I didn't know if I was going to win, but I ended up winning the thing. We're back. So, Ma so Malden, I bet didn't expect. I got the the, the comic actor extraordinaire yeah. Dave Russo, and so far we've shown you breakdancing. I know. And then uh, wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, that's and then good live, stuff. Live pantomime. See? You know, we're doing that stuff. <laughs> Robert De Niro impressions. You, you talking to me? There you go. Yeah, I don't say Versatile anything. guy. It's what all it? the Malden water. Oh, yeah. It's the, the, o, it's the H2O and the O2148. Well, I, I bet people are wondering what this is. What oh. is this? I'm wondering what this is. Well, uh, this right here. I'm happy about uh, it. Right here, this is a Malbec wine from Fulcino Vineyard in Hollis, New Hampshire. Tell us about that. Well, uh, the vineyard's one hour uh, north of Boston. Taste of Italy, an hour north of Boston, right next to Nashua. And uh, I was producing, it's my cousin Al Fulcino. Ten years ago, he put a, a family uh, email out saying he's building a vineyard. You know, he's building a winery. He's been making his own wine. From his, he learned from his grandfather. He was 18 years old. So I went up there and I helped him. I helped him build. I worked for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, it's like real work. He's like a farmer. You know what I mean? He's like real work. But uh, he never forgot about it. And he said to me one time, he goes, hey, man. He goes, you know, you're up here. You help me produce my comedy shows. So we produce comedy shows up there twice a month. And, uh, and he's like, you never really hit me up for the wine. And I go, wow. I go, you don't really carry, I, I'm not a big drinker, but the one one I do like is this Malbec. When I would do the cruise ships, I would buy this one. It was always a Malbec. So I bought him a bottle of wine. I said, this is what I drink. He's a mad genius scientist. Yeah. He makes this wine. It launches in January 2018, the Malbec. It sold out in six days. 
and is now one of the top sellers at the Vineyard for the last two years. He's incredible. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's called The Goods. He goes, what is it? I, go, I don't know. It's got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's The Goods. So the name stuck. So you want to try it? Uh, yeah, why not? Well, I, just, I, I was really... hoping to maybe towards the end of the show so I don't, you know, screw up too much. But we can nah, do it Nah, come on. We already screwed up. <laughs> Have we not? <laughs> Let's let it breathe. Yeah. As a sommelier... I... Uh, what we'll do is we're going to have it. Now, this is a Malbec. Now, there's a lot of alcohol in here because in New Hampshire, they let you have a lot of alcohol because New Hampshire. <laughs> and uh, so what you do is what I've learned about this, this is like a, it's a table wine. Yes. And you only want to sip a little bit of it. And then when you have food with it, it can go with meat or fish. And when you sip it, it will clean out your palate every time. So just, just take a little bit. Salud little. to the 02148. Oh, I really, wow. I really do like it. I, I, can't, I can't even not fake mm. it because that I have is, to watch myself on this. Yeah. It's very good. It's this very could good. turn ugly quick. Yeah, right? I know. Well, you know what the funny thing is? Some people have really liked it in the Malden area. Um, the, uh, That's I delicious. It really you. is. So Thank you're supposed you. to rest in between? Yeah, you rest in between. You take little sips and uh, because it's not like you're not... It's, it's, yeah, it's not like beer. It's, not like, it's, not, it's, it's definitely uh, you want to take sips. With. But you, you're talking about uh, people interested in the wine. Pearl Street Station is now carrying uh, the Malbec red wine and the Focino and, and a white wine as well, the Pinot Grigio. Great establishment right here in Malden. Yeah, in Shout Malden. out to Paul Solano. Yeah, Paul Solano, there. we brought it in. And, yeah. um, and he liked it, and Alan liked it. And uh, You just had an event down there, right? We did. We had an event down there. Uh, it was a fun little turnout. And we, uh, we did drink a lot of wine that night, and uh, people seemed to like it, and hopefully we'll be uh, serving some more in the near oh, future. Congratulations, so, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll have to get you down. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll go down there afterwards. There's still some wine. You, oh, this isn't live. If it was live, I was going to invite everybody down for, for a, dra- a round. That's so. true. Normally we are live. Okay, so when it does live. air, I'm going to be on here. Maybe we'll go down and we'll grab another sip. We'll grab some more wine. All right. I'm just glad to get invited out. <laughs> I know. To go out anywhere, right? <laughs> well, I tell you, um, you know what? Uh, life seems to be getting a little more back to normal. It is. Slowly, uh, people but sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, I think, uh, so. I think uh, people, you know, at the beginning, don't think there's a lot of fear at the beginning. And you don't know. So I think people, you know, they're keeping the six feet distance. They're yep. wearing the mask. They're washing the hands, which is good. I, people are like, what do you think about it? I think it's great. I think people are dirty. Clean more. Wash. You know what I mean? I, I mean, seriously, don't you want everyone to be clean? Like, what do, what do you know? Wash your hands. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, people who are against yeah. it, like, oh, wash. What, 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 clean? What is, yeah. Um, no, I, I think uh, I think right now, uh, you know, the entertainment business is coming back a little bit. Uh, obviously, there's a, there's, a, there's a little freeze in the world right now. We don't. Really well, know what's I mean, going have on. you been? What's what's that like? Now I know you you got I've done you got Zoom two, shows. You got Zoom shows, but you got two shows with Giggles this weekend. I do. You know what? Uh, I have uh, two shows. Uh, Giggles, Prince Pizza, right? Yeah. Leaning Tower Pizza, yeah. and uh, yeah, because they have an outdoor tent and they follow the guidelines. Oh, that's awesome. And we have two separate mics and two separate mic flags that go on it. Uh, they they call, actually call them mic condoms. I mean, it's a fool, <laughs> no foolish thing. Uh, it, I could probably have a better joke, but it's not the funny part. I don't want to hold that in my hand before I put it on. Just, anyways, we have our own separate mics, and it's outdoor the tent, and um, and they have a, uh, I forget the production company who does the sound, but it's 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 pretty fun. So that's good. So so have a lot of the clubs that you you've played in in the past been able to transform <sighs> no, themselves in this? No, thing? no, they haven't. I, I feel horribly. You know, if a breakaway is uh, oh, right. mauled and, you know, I mean, Joe, Dan, you right. know, Crowley, Crowley does so much for the community. And, uh, and uh, you know, that, that city is uh, they're a little more strict right now. So, yeah. well, the state, the whole state in general is, right. is strict. Um, yep. and, and he does outdoor parties, but you can only have so many people. So it's just, it's tough on restaurants. And uh, that's why uh, we need to drink more wine and, uh, and go out to, to order yeah. more takeout, I guess. 
Look well, at the Kowloon. They, they built a whole drive-in. You know what? Are they I, doing entertainment out there? I haven't heard one thing uh, from the Kowloon regarding comedy okay. since this thing went down. So I don't, um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, and I understand this as an entertainer. You know, a restaurant has to worry about their restaurant first and then their employees. Sure. And then the end. So the entertainment is coming back slowly but surely. But I think that was probably a lot to ask if we were like, hey, man, what about, the, you know, because, uh, People weren't going to restaurants for a long time, and that has to hurt people. That, that has to hurt restaurants that had food yeah. in their freezer, oh, yeah. uh, being ready to give to people. And it's so many businesses yeah. have been hurt by this. Of course, in the restaurant industry. And that's why you folks out there that you're paying attention, just be kind to somebody. You know, there you find go. Find out what makes you happy. Dance. There you go. Have some wine. <laughs> that's the theme tonight: happiness, yeah. joy. Happiness. That's why Dave's here. Yeah, and you know what? And it's not easy. Because we all get stinking thinking every once in a while. We start going, this is horrible. So I, I, forget, I think it might have been Abraham Lee. He said happiness. Somebody, I remember somebody famous said happiness is a choice. And sometimes I find myself saying that. Like during the day, I'll be having attitude, a bad right? day. Attitude and gratitude, things yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's just, I think if you can't. Now I like say this to some people out there because that was my major in college, communications. That yeah. was my, and it, you know what? It's, it's pretty much all upstairs. You know what I mean? You really have to. We all go through tough times sure. and good times, and, and sometimes if you can't, you know, you can't control it, you just got to go with it. Gratitude, sometimes I love laugh. that. That's gratitude, a, way to start a buddy of mine taught me that one. Attitude yeah. and gratitude, it yeah. means a lot, right? Yeah. Because if your attitude stinks, you're not going to have gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking on this Volcano Vineyard, okay. first of all, I mean, in your travels and, and doing Dirty Water TV, yeah. and you, you've met some, some oh, giants, yeah. in the, not yeah. in the comic industry, but in the sports world. Yeah. Um, but one... Yeah. one uh, uh, entertainer that I'm a fan of. Uh, you did something with the Mad Fisherman, right? Oh my Charlie, God. Charlie Moore. Moore. Charlie Moore, and then they had to do with Salud, this, Charlie Moore. Yes. Well, you know what? He's been a big supporter of me. Charlie's self-made. Uh, he's great. Yeah. Charlie's right. self-made. If you don't know who Charlie Moore is, Google. He's self-made. He came on board early on, and yeah. he just punched and punched and punched through that wall until yeah. somebody says, "Give this pain in the butt a chance." Seriously, that's. I get chills when I think about it yeah. because now he's self-made. And he took. A, he saw me at comedy once as a benefit at the Babers Foundation for the 9/11 family. So Mark Babers, he died on Flight 11, 9/11, oh, wow. and they do an annual golf outing. And they give money to kids to go to school from Dorchester and Jamaica Plain because that's where the neighbor, that's the area he was from, uh, Rosendale. And uh, so Charlie was down there, and he just took a liking to me. And you want to talk about somebody that's loyal? I mean, you, you watch those movies. He, he's very loyal. Yeah. And uh, God willing, uh, it's going to come to fruition. But he came. We taped an episode of The Mad Fisherman. Uh, at Folchino Vineyard. That and hasn't aired yet, has it? No, it's oh, going to air okay. in the fall. Oh, oh well, I'm excited and, about that. Um, That's cool. And I get to go fishing with him and, and show how oh, poor of a fisherman I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, actually, we got, a, we, got a, we got a clip with you and the mad fisherman oh, cool. up there in Hudson, New Hampshire. Is that oh, where really? it was? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, this, was in, this was at the vineyard. This at was the at vineyard. Hollis, New Hampshire. At the vineyard. If we got that ready to go, why don't we oh, show yeah. Dave and the mad the reason why we're here is, number one, we're going to be filming with Dave Russo, comedian Dave Russo, okay? I'm Charlie Moore, the Mad Fisherman, and welcome. Now, we're going to be focusing on Dave Russo's Malbec, his very own wine. I don't even have my own wine. Well, I do. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> real, 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 Whoa, I got that. <laughs> Cheers. That was great. <laughs> you know what? He's, he's, uh, he is, he's always on. Uh, so, so you taped a show with him. Yeah. You went fishing. Yeah. That's going to air in the fall. It's going to air in the fall, and uh, uh, and hopefully we're going to have a mad fish. We'll have a, a possible, uh, like a, a spinoff. I'm, I'm trying to, as as I'm the ambassador for Folchino Vineyard. Hopefully we'll have some more entertainers. Uh, that's part of the TV show called Getting Made. Okay. Uh, uh, oh. Whining with Dave yeah. Russo. Oh yeah, talk it's, about that. It's in the that. process. Well, that's... 
My friend Joanne Cody and I, and my friend Matt Mishy, we've Who's started, in the house tonight? Who's by in the way. house? Can we give her a shout? Um, yeah, we we've been. Uh, you know, Joanne's done shows as you know, like yourself, and and we came out, and me and my buddy Matt were pitching these ideas, and we were going up to the Vineyard, and it was it's basically what we do is we'll, we'll bring a celebrity like yourself, we'll tour it, we'll introduce you a white wine, a red wine, uh, see what. Uh, meals, you know, figure out what you're pitching, what's going on with yourself, and then at the end of the show, we find out if you get made or whacked. <laughs> Sometimes oh, you get made like and whacked. That. Like if you get made and whacked, that means you get your own label, you get made. And if you get whacked, that just means you drank a little bit too much because it's wine. And we have a limo for waiting for you. Like I have a limo waiting for me outside after the show. I mean, I'm the driver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking. I'm in Malden. I'm in the 02148. Nobody's driving. I'm walking. Now, now, is this, is this a show that would would be a pilot at first? In the, so, well, you know what? I'm glad you asked that. Um, it, we've been pitching it, and uh, Charlie seems interested, and uh, it's just about putting the pieces together with the production company, and, uh, you know, we, we've shot uh, three or four mini pilots on, like, an iPhone type of thing, and that's yeah. how we kind of came up with the get made or get whacked. So now you gotta, you know, you gotta put a few episodes together. I but, think uh, that's got some legs. I don't, isn't that funny? Yeah, if you funny. get made, you get your that's own label. Good. I mean, Charlie already. This is why I, I like Charlie's. Excuse me. We did a group email, and Charlie said, "Let's go get your cousin and make me a wine." And so uh, I said, "Al, I said, email him back." And, and and he said, "He'll do it if it's if Russo says it's okay." So Charlie was still loyal on me, even though my my cousin, he, I, you know what I mean. So it's kind of yeah, good. Yeah. So I, I like I like working with him because uh, you know what you get when you're with him. And let me tell you, he brings it. He, I'm, a, he, I'm a fan. I, I remember, I'm not a fishing fan. And I remember, you know, because he has great he'll celebrities let it, he'll on. Let it you. And I, it was one of those things just flicking through the channels. I'm like, who's this guy? I don't know how long ago. It was many years ago. And I'm like, anyone from Bobby a big Orr, fan. Anywhere yeah. from Bobby Orr to Ken Casey to, I mean, to, oh, yeah. to any of the local Austin yeah. celebrities. But, that, and that, but, I mean, his fishing expertise is, is part of the, well, lo- you know what? the lore. That, I don't want to. I got to tell you something. He had a show back in the day beating Charlie Moore. And I thought I was the greatest athlete pound for pound. He kicked my butt in fishing. He beat me in another game that I played. It's going to air. I'm, I'm still. I'm. I, I remembered why I hated losing so much. I was depressed for like three days. I'd change my attitude and go, go play. Yeah, he is. He's. He's. A, he's. He's a. He's a top fisherman. He's a top. He's a. Good guy. Yeah. He seems like a good guy. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. Family guy. Good to his son. Yeah. Daughter. He's a grandfather now. He's. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. He's done, yeah. he's done he's so his much. His wife on, right? Sometimes they they go out to dinner. Do you guys go out to dinner? We've we've gone out to dinner. We've gone out to dinner. We smoked cigars numerous times. Drank wine. Uh, the wife's great. Uh, the kids are great. I mean, it's it really is. Um, it's like any family. I I often wonder how come there's not like a, a reality TV show with those guys. Yeah, because they they're all passionate in their own little way, but they all play each other like a little bit. Like like the daughter would be like, Dad, what do you need? He'll start peeling off money. You know what I mean? The, the, the one son's like, Dad, you know. So it's like it's it's a it's a great dynamic, but they all they all love each other. Yeah. And, um, and and don't be surprised if you see the Mad Fish uh, family reunion TV show or something like that because. Uh, there you go. A little, little inside information for you people. Hello. <laughs> How's Simon doing in the back? Uh, you have an intern, Simon? Here he is. All right. uh, Simon Camillo, right? Camillo. Right on cue. And, and Gamo Hamlin. Gamo. We've met Gamo Good before. job tonight, guys. They're ready. They're, they are ready with these cues. Speaking of which, mm. now we talked about a lift. You're doing different things. There's actually, when I was doing a little research for the show and, and going through all your stuff, and I remember texting you. I go, Dave, there's so much stuff. What but... To show a little bit of your versatility, I grabbed this promo because you do that all oh. that great stuff with Dirty Water uh, mm. TV. So I, I think it's clip number six, um, the Dirty Water promo. And if you're, that's ready to go, I'd love to show the folks of what Dave does. Hey guys, uh, Dave Russo here for Dirty Water TV. Here with uh, Ray Bork, living legend, Mr. Bobby Orr. Here with Mickey Ward. Ray, 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 
Anyways, I mentioned before that we like to, uh, to break new guys. Uh, this is another new guy tonight here. It's his first time doing Comics Come Home. Dave Russo, I tell you what, this kid is such a great kid and a good friend of mine. He's one of the top comedians working the country today. Lenny was doing a show for the troops with him. He said, Dennis, you gotta put him on. We're gonna break him tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Dave Russo. Me and my boomerang. <laughs> School dance kind of sucked. My mom's like this tall. Can't believe me dancing with the chaperone. I am back at Alasher Park in Lowell, Massachusetts for the fourth annual Milan Lucic Celebrity Softball Game. Guys, here with Theo Epstein, uh, back back from Chi-Town. Uh, Dave Russo here uh, at the uh, Boston Bruins Alumni versus the Boston Comedy All-Stars. Right now it's quote-unquote halftime in this two-period event. We're getting crushed. I am going to do my impression of Robert De Niro. Face. All right, are we ready for more show, everybody? Hey guys, here with number 63, Brad Marshall. I actually have a MasterCard credit card with the Chicago Cubs logo on it. <laughs> Son of a gun never works in there October. We go, there we go. <laughs> here with uh, Bill from Buffalo Tom. Here with uh, my idol, Mr. Terry O'Reilly, formerly of the Boston Bruins, Boston Bruins coach, captain. I just, uh, I, just had, I just had a birthday. Re I had a birthday recently, and uh, it's weird because I figured my parents would throw me a surprise party, and they didn't. I was staying on this. I've never had a well, I've had one surprise party. Some people. People like to call it an intervention. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. That's our Budweiser pub crawl party. I mean, let's face it, they really know how to throw a party. They brought you the best venues, you had the best beer, and obviously, we got the best music. I'm Dave Russo reporting for Dirty Water TV. There you go. Brought back some that? memories right there. That's some serious talent, folks. That's, That's what I'm school. talking about. A lot of versatility. That must be such a thrill for you to hear giants like Lenny Clark, Dennis oh. Leary pumping your tires like that. You know, it, it is kind of nice. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, I was watching the I was watching the act going. I still do some of those jokes. <laughs> Man, the kid being homeschooled now. Man, the kid being homeschooled right now. This is what I would this is what I would see every kid going. Alexa, snooze. Like he, the kid wouldn't have to go like this to snooze the button. You know. Uh, if you were home, like I talked about being homeschooled, <laughs> yeah, right? I can just see, I can just see, I can see every teenage girl and boy, ma. But the, but, but <laughs> we're in a pandemic. But th those guys have just uh, welcomed uh, those, you, yeah. taken you under the it, wing. You know, it, it's funny. Um, it, it, it's nice. It's really nice when you hear Lenny Clark and Larry. Dennis Larry sent me an award, a Golden Shower Award. He sent me a shower thing. It might sound kind of dirty, but I had won a. I was in a hockey tournament and I hurt myself. First time I ever hurt myself, and somehow I went back to his. Uh, Anyways, I took a shower, and I and I came back, and he goes, is that Russo? And I scored the game-winning goal, and, and he goes, what was in that water? And I said, it was cocoon water. Uh, and he goes, I know Ron Howard. And then he sent me an award because I got that, yeah. So I, I lived a, I've lived a blessed, blessed life, and it's nice that, uh, that the, big, the big guys give me some shout-outs here That's good stuff. And what about Comics Come Home? Were your affiliation with that? And well, you know what? Uh, in 2012, when the 11-12, uh, when the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I'll never you know, forget. Dennis knows I'm a Bruins guy, so I guess I got the call that year. I got, I've 
had this since 1989. But I get the call to do comics come home. Lenny couldn't make it that year. Lenny couldn't do it, and uh, I covered for Lenny. And uh, I'm psyched because I know it went well. I know it went really well. As a matter of fact, my buddy Scott Sear, who I saw because I worked with Lenny Monday, uh, sent me a picture. He goes, this was from eight years ago or whatever. And, he, and, he, and he, uh, he gave me compliments because that was probably the biggest venue I've ever done. Uh, with the comics come home, I did that in the Songus Arena. Where was that? That's been a different venue. So well, the I did. This was at a Gaines Arena, uh, Bosch University. Okay. When I did it, was uh, the next year they went to um, the Orpheum one year. Are they been? The Orpheum was the beginning. Okay. Because okay. I think they went. He went to Emerson, I believe. So I think the Orpheum was the beginning. Okay. Like that, is that the pushback one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the original yeah. one. But then it got so big. Now it's at the Garden. But now it's nowhere. That's right. Um, now it's nowhere. But I'll tell you what, though, the one big one that I could tell that nobody said anything <laughs> was the video with the Bruce Springsteen one. <laughs> Like that one? Did you get that one? Did we got that one. We well, the reason why one. I wanted, I was, you know, building up to that, dude. Well, you the know boss. what? But you, but this is the whole thing. He doesn't say anything, but his actions no. speak louder than words. I no. mean, that, I'm more thrilled with that one I out know. of anything. You don't even mention the other guy who's in the shot. Well, Mr. Tony Orlando's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, and I have there a special video of him singing a tie a yellow ribbon round the old oak tree. You guys love to Do Google that song. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you get that shot of him at Springsteen, Orlando? Do we get that ready to cue? I believe it's uh, number one. On uh, number kid. one. Number one. <gasps> that beat out Bobby Orr video? Wait a minute. Security. Just someone sent me that. There you go. There. Is there? Oh, it might, might be. Is it Russo on the road with Tony Orlando and Bruce Springsteen? Did we dig the show tonight? Uh, oh, yeah. fun. Hysterical. <laughs> All right, you, you heard it right there. <laughs> the champs right there. I'm Russo. I'm on the road. <laughs> oh, wow. What is that? Tell me about that. That's, That's the boss. I know I, Tony want, Orlando, but... You want to hear a great There's story? Two legends one? right there. You're going to love this. So, yes. So I've done stuff for the troops. Uh, when I was on the entertainment with Wayne Newton, okay, I was the first in my family that went to college that didn't go into the military. Yeah. So I, that was one of the things you got to give back to the community. So yeah. one of the things was I always gave back to the USO and stuff like that. Wow. So I got a call uh, from one of the gentlemen that I've done some of these... Uh, events for yeah. till duty is done now these guys were like navy seals and they were like xci this was like the big dog one so they they take us down to the mohegan sun and they said to me what do you want i go just give me four hotel rooms i'm gonna bring me and my buddies it's it's a, you know till duty is done you know they gave us food and stuff like that but we didn't, we didn't take any money and uh and i get there and he goes listen we weren't we didn't want to tell you anything because we have bruce springsteen coming i get the hell out of here yeah. So I have other video of his son got an award. His son did an award. And so he was, he was I'm just a proud father to hear. You don't really want to hear from me. So so I hosted the, the event. And the reason why I think he likes me is because the joke I did, I'm going to tell you right now. Right. When I went on stage, I said, somebody asked me if I want to do some jokes about Bruce Springsteen. I told him no. And they said, why not? I go, well, the guy's from Jersey. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's got a weapon. <laughs> so, so I did that clean little joke. I broke the ice. Yeah. And um, and he liked it. And you know what? And I stayed away from him. And Tony, all I did was praise him and not make fun of him. Yeah. And because that's how you do comedy when you're doing real. Because this guy was just here to support his dad, his son. Yeah. It wasn't about him. So he was awesome. And it, what kind of worked? I learned a lot that night. I learned a lot that night. My I got to do it with my best friends that night. And uh, and the real cool with the two duty is done guys. These are the ones that fly families, gold star families who. Uh, Parents may have been killed in the line of work, so the children, they fly all these planes from different parts of the country, and they bring hundreds of kids. So these are the, like the big dog people that, uh, I, I, don't know how, I don't know how I got in there. The guy took a liking to me, asked if I'd do it. I said, sure, how much? Four hotel rooms. So if you, if you do a gig for four hotel rooms in Mohegan Sun, you say, listen, I heard I get to meet Bruce Springsteen. <laughs>
Yeah. It's wild, awesome. right? Isn't that I mean, wild? You're a likable guy. I, I see why they, you know. Well, I tell you what, though. We weren't allowed. That was a selfie stick. I didn't tell you that, too. So that's only 14 oh, seconds long. Yeah. It was a selfie stick. What happened was they said, you're not allowed to take pictures. You're not allowed to do anything. And I said, I'm from Malden. I'm doing whatever I want to do. So I went over there with a the selfie stick. You can see me backing up to them, and they came right up to me. And then I was like. Well, let, me, let me ask you about that, because when you say. <laughs> You know, you stay away from certain things, and you, you, you hit him, and then you're not. There's all kinds of comedians. You know, yeah. Rickles, Rickles went with the insults. He's, yeah. he's, he's uh, all accounts one of the nicest guys ever in show yeah. business. Who are some of, some of your guys? Did you model yourself after? Do you look up any of those, whether it's from way back or, or wow. even contemporary? Wow, 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 wow. I mean, I know you, you know, you've I carved your own style. No, no, I, I, no, I got to tell you something. Um, I hope I don't get in trouble I used to like Bill Cosby's act because Bill Cosby uh, would Bill, tell Bill stories. He would tell stories and, 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 and he painted the mind's eye. Yeah. And, and comedy's fun. Jokes are good. Like I did that joke. If you got an eye, a big nose and nice eyes, the mask might, might not be a bad look on you. Yeah. You can't do a million jokes like that. Sometimes people want to be entertained. So I loved his storytelling. Yeah. Um, you know, growing, I mean, the comedians that I came up with, I mean, look, at I opened for Andrew Dice Clay. Is he one of my favorite comedians out there? No, but I remember when I was in college and he was like the king. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, and when you're an 18-year-old kid, he's talking all this blue stuff. You're like, yeah. Do I think he was the greatest comic ever? No, but I enjoyed him at one point. I enjoyed Ellen at one point. I enjoyed a lot of the comedians. I enjoy... Uh, Were you like a, a, st a student of the profession? I just, you know what? It, it's weird. I guess my parents, and I say this, like Stephen Wright, for instance. My parents, we would always watch Johnny Carson. So it was always, you know, that was the, we always liked the comedian guy. So when we saw, I remember when I, and, I, and I've, I've, I've talked to Stephen Wright about this. I remember when I saw him the first time. Because I remember I, like two days, like four days later, he was on it again. And I said, when you were on like Twitter? Yep, I was on Tuesday and Friday. Like he, that's, that's never, that was unheard of. Right. Right. So I don't know. I guess happiness always ran in the family. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey. See, I like different, you have to understand, oh, yeah. so I like comedy, styles. and yeah, I love Jim Carrey's physical style. In the movie, Me, Myself, and Irene, oh. when he's beating himself up, okay? Let me tell you something. I don't, that genius. is that Unbelievable. Genius. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that stuff, right, like, that, that to me is comedy, yeah. right? But that's a physical type of comedy. Sure. Don Gavin, the godfather of Boston comedy. Unbelievable. Okay, a punchline every seven seconds. If you want, if you want to hear a comedian that's talking about the day's events, Lenny Clark can probably make something funny right there. And there. Steve Sweeney can make something funny right oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Paul D'Angelo. These guys, they, they're all, they're this, they're natural born comedians. Kenny, uh, Kenny you Rogerson. Like, you like the, the the you know the observationalist like you know Seinfeld, the Letterman. I think came up through that I, school. I, yeah, I know. Yes, I, I tell you what, um, I don't mind current. And I like in the times. Yeah. Uh, how do I answer that one? The Steve Martin, you must love. I mean, come on. see now, yeah. I, now, now I love Steve Martin. Yeah. And and I remember when I started doing physical comedy at the beginning of my act, yeah. kids, the like, real comedians would be like the the, the straight stand-ups would kind of yeah. give me crap. I'm like, so you're telling me Steve Martin's not legit? Because Steve Martin was, you know, physical. I mean, me, come on, absolutely. You know, and then the, the, yeah. the optics. I mean, then the he did album. optics, yeah, yeah. and then he. But I mean, and one thing musician. I'm not. One thing I'm not trying to compare myself to Steve Martin. No, well, I just wanted to say, like, I, no, I, no, I, I enjoyed. That, yeah. I enjoyed, and, and so, so real quick. So if you were really, if I was really to tell you who I really thought was awesome growing up, yeah, and and he was filthy and dirty. But uh, Eddie Murphy's delirious, not raw. Hysterical. And, and, and the reason why I say it, because like I said, the time, I might have been 13 years old or yeah. 14, and he's talking about things that he probably could not get away with right now. Right. right, right. Not at all. Different times. But I like the fact that he was doing dancing in his act. He was doing singing in his act. He was telling stories. He was telling jokes. He was talking about. He was he just right on the money. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I love stand-up comedy like this, but I, I don't know if I would be able to watch a guy do stand-up comedy just for an hour straight. Yeah. 
I like when they I like when comedians when they I like shiny stuff, I guess. I don't know. That entertains my brain, you know. Steve Martin did a whole bit where he just told jokes to dogs. <laughs> see, right, see that? I would never come up with that because even the dogs wouldn't listen to me. They did it on Carson. All right. I mean, it's, that, let's, that's, let's talk about that's dogs. That's committing. Let's talk about dogs. Yes. Uh, I know this is a, this, you know what? Here we go. What a great. Yeah. Today is National, today is that's National correct. Dogs Day. That's correct. Oh, he is on his and, game. Which is bizarro, Lance. You can't even make this up. Over the weekend, my dog attacked my girlfriend. So yesterday, I had to get rid of, rid of my girlfriend. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Hello. New haircut. Black label. What kind of Thank dog you got? I don't have a dog. Oh, that was a total that was joke. <laughs> I, was I live in a condo. About the girl I live in a condo. They don't even allow cats. No, <laughs> it's an artist loft. No, I. You know, it was National Dog Day, so I had to do a dog joke. But I do that. I do. That's one of my jokes. What, what about the old, the old timers, the Milton Burles, the, the George Burns? The, we talked about the March Brothers, but off air okay, a little okay, bit. Okay, okay, okay. That kind of stuff. All right. Well, if we're going to talk about the older guys, okay. I mean, George Burns. I, I only rem- I only remember George Burns as a comic actor in the movies. Loved him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, till, uh, oh God! I think Oh God! One! Oh God! Two! Oh God! Yeah. Three! Okay. Um, you had, uh, and I'll give you another thing. People go, Richard Pryor was my favorite. I go, he was my favorite comic actor. His stand-up, I never got it. I never understood it because I was 13, 14, 15. I'm like, I'm seeing him with, you know, with uh, with the, the gentleman uh, Gene Wilder, who's probably one of my favorite oh, comic actors of yeah. all time. That movie, Hear No Evil, See No Evil. But they were in the. That's right, we bad when they went to prison. Oh, oh with Pryor. With, with oh, Pryor. Oh, yeah. So the, those guys. I, this is the. And I want. This is a lot of things that you, you'll see. I didn't really know they were stand-up comedians. I didn't know till after I saw I them see. do comic acting. Him. I see. And then I tried watching Richard Pryor. I get him now. He tells his stories. But, yeah. you know, he's saying the N-word here. And then I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I couldn't relate. I didn't understand. I'm like, what yeah. are you talking about? Your grandpa? Your mother? What? Yeah, yeah. Over my head. But, he, you know, people yeah, say he's a genius. He's brilliant. Breaking ground. Man. Breaking ground. Yeah. But, I, you know, I was 13, 14 years old. I was into fart jokes, for sure. You know? That's uh, interesting. Yeah. So you kind of went back and looked at these Well, guys. I did. I went yeah. back because, um, you know, and I, I go back to some of the greats. People say they love Bill Hicks. And I've watched... And, and now I understand why. Yeah. I, I know why they, they, they liked him. I know his point of view or what his thing was. But, um, but yeah, a lot of these comments, Gene Wilder, to me, is probably my favorite of all time, I think. Awesome. I'd have to go just, and just, he just looks funny. He just, with the, he just, I mean, are you kidding me with that curly hair? Yeah. And yeah. then and he, and he married Gilda Radner, right. who right now I oh. say pound for pound is probably the funniest female. Well, Cal Burnett, but I, I'm, I'm sorry. You got to have Lucy in there, don't you? I'm a big, I love Lucy, redheads. A big Lucy. I love redheads. Sorry about that. I no. had this discussion. Right. Uh, she's on the rush more, not of women okay. comedians, of all comedians. All right. You uh, know what? I, I tell you what. I just got chills, so I guess she said you're right. I got like, chills. I, I, how can I Lucy. forget about Desi and Lucy? How oh, can you man. forget about Lucy? Funny, funny stuff. That, that's but Gilda Radner? Different funny. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I yeah, bet you that. They, they probably brilliant. would have been great together, huh? There you go. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know who Gilda Radner is, she unfortunately died early of cancer. She mm. was Gene Wilder's husband, and she was one of the first uh, yeah. SNL um, Speaking of Barbara, I mentioned Barbara Walters. She did a classic Barbara Wawa. Wife, by the way. Right? Barbara Wawa, yeah. Barbara Wawa. Never mind. Never mind. Other, yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah. I, I, comedy is, um, it's tough for me to say who my favorite stand-up comedian is because Comedy evolves, and like I, I see some of the comedians now, like, wow, that's funny. This kid's funny. Yeah. Like, I can watch uh, J- this kid, Jezelnik. And they like him, but he's dark. The young kids like him, right? They know who he is. See, he's dark. Is that right? No. Oh, he's no dark. Wonder, no wonder I didn't know who he is. No, but he's dark. But I can watch him because he's well-written. He's, got, he's a well-written. He, but you know what you're getting when you go see him. Okay. You know what I mean? I can appreciate, uh, uh, you know, I can appreciate um, the Sebastian Maniscalco kid. Oh, my okay? God. Oh, okay. he's my latest favorite. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Now, how about this? There's oh, people yeah. that don't so like funny. him. There's people that don't like him in my industry that I know because he does the shiny stuff. 
Oh, he's so funny. I, look at um, I've watched him, and I've been like this. Oh, son of a gun. I wish I... But he's like... I didn't grow up in that type of Italian family. But when he talks about dinner with his, his yeah. Jewish in-laws and stuff oh, like yeah. that, I mean, it's, growing it's, up in malls, I go, oh, my God. It was just like our neighborhood. It really was. Gold. So, gold. So, right, so, so I'm a fan of this cat, but there are guys that don't like him. Bill Burr, who I... I'll tell you what. All right. So Bill Burr is one of the guys who I liked from day one. Like in 1999 and 2000, I liked him. I mean, I really was like, this kid's got something. This kid's yeah. got something. Now he's blown up. Now he's enormous. Yeah. Uh, he's had the point of view. I always, I always, li- I pissed him off. I, I, I'm good at pissing off. I pissed you off him. With him? Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We did the. Um, actually, uh, Billy and I. Jeez, oh, well, he, he's responsible for it. But I was a part of raising 120 thousand dollars for the Travis Roy Foundation last that's year fantastic. at the Wilbur Theater. I'm going to talk yeah. about the charity work that you, you oh, do yeah. with that. But that's. Yes, but he, his name was on it, but I got to yeah. host it. But I kind of yeah. brought it together. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. I slip in, I slip in, you know what they say, you slip in stuff? I slip in that stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I'm like the luckiest person I've ever met. But you say uh, so much of it is timing, and you've had a lot of good timing. Uh, you know what? I've had some of the greatest timing known to mankind, and I've had some of the most awful timing. But you know what? You take the good with the bad. I think, I think I'm, my percentage-wise, I'm above 90, I'm above 80%, so I'm doing okay. You know? Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it takes luck, but don't mistake that. You've been working your butt off for, for 25 know, years in this You know what? I, I know uh, hard work definitely pays off, and I, I definitely know, like I tell the younger people, especially, you know, when you're younger, uh, if you focus on one particular goal or one particular task, you usually usually get that. Usually, you know, you usually get the goal. I mean, your mom was a teacher. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, let, I right. mean, so you, you had, you had, had, you had, had her. Of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's why my legs are strong. I never <laughs> miss gym class. <laughs> No, but I mean, but that was the whole thing. It was always, you know, when I coach a little bit, like that was my forte communication. I would always tell people, if you can't get in a kid's head and make him think he's smarter or yeah. better than he is, then you're yeah. not really that great of a teacher. You know what I mean? I, I, I think John Lepresti, I know to this day he snuck stuff in my head by mistake. He would talk to my dad behind my back so I could hear him and go, yeah, he's doing real well. He should be feel real confident. He was doing that on purpose. Well, you talked a little bit about that off air. Like yeah. there was a time in your life, maybe 13, 14 years yeah. old, where you could have gone down another road. I was going down that road, just like any kid that sure. takes a wrong turn to Albuquerque. They, oh, let me, oh, I got invited to the party. Ooh, there's going to be girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, sure. I don't mind a cigarette. I don't mind a beer. Yeah. And you know what? And heaven refers are no good. Led you to this vineyard. Heaven, <laughs> heaven, re- heaven refers are no good when you're 13 years old. <laughs> Google that one, Simon. But, <laughs> but it was it was folks that planted stuff in your head that that turned it around. Yeah, John Lepresti. Yep, uh, coaching and teacher mentors. John Lepresti. Uh, I remember he he came up to me and said, "Listen, I want you to be, my freshman year. He wanted me on the wrestling team. He saw I was somewhat of an athlete when I played freshman sophomore football, and uh, I got an interception. I got I was so small. The girdle was so small I couldn't run, so I got killed. I got smashed, but I didn't fumble. And Lepresti's going, "You can't be doing this. You're too small." So I made a deal with them. They let me run back to kickoffs if I did the wrestling team for one year. And uh, I ended up, it's the Monday after Thanksgiving, 1986. Shortly after that little breakdancing video, I went from the B-boy to a man wearing a singlet and uh, shiny, shiny, <laughs> a shiny singlet. But it got me into college. Yeah. It got me into college, and it got me focused. And I, I tell you what, uh, one thing I am proud of, and we did bring this back to Malden High School, as a matter of fact. Sure. I was a part of... Uh, my team, Wilkes University, was top three academically Division One in the country behind Brigham Young and Stanford. Our wow. GPA, yeah. Right. So we brought that back to Malden High School, and you can ask LaPresti or Johnny Nicholson or any of the guys that yep. were involved in it. We would actually not let kids wrestle. if They they would still be on the team, 
But if they got bad grades, they would just they wouldn't we wouldn't let them wrestle. And that's that's the key. It's right? the key. It's the key. Look, yeah. look, I'm getting chills right now because yeah. Lepresi did it to me once against Waltham. He yeah. kept me out of a match, and I'll never forget it because yeah. I didn't make weight and I wasn't disciplined, and he kept me out. And that's how we did it. So, but I, I made sure I made weight and got my grades up and all that. So, uh, yeah, good Malden, stuff. That's all Malden. We this are all learning Malden a lot of stuff all about Malden. Mr. Russo. Russo yeah. on the road. Yeah. Um, this is good stuff, Dave. I tell you, we talked about, I mean, you, met, you met the boss. You know yeah. all the, the greatest comedians that, that have ever come out of this town and then yeah. beyond. Sure. Uh, but one guy we didn't mention in your travels, mm. in your interviewing, is, is in, especially in this region, hands down, the greatest hockey player that, oh. that ever put on the skates, right? Number four, Bobby Orr, yeah. Uh, well, my friend Jen Bowles, who knows I was doing uh, stuff for the Clatter and uh, overcoming addiction and stuff like that, fundraiser. Yes. She said... You better get your ASS down uh, to Bobby Orr's at Ken Casey's golf tournament and cover it. And so I called to Dirty Water TV. I said, hey, I'm invited. Let's do this. And uh, our friend Anthony Sabelli, by the way, yes. went down there with me and videotaped yeah. it, yeah. the first interview. And uh, and so I, I'm into, you know, Ken Casey, and that was in the video. Ken Casey and Bobby Orr couldn't have been nicer. And uh, at the end of the interview, Bobby's like, hey, you want to get a sausage? I'm like, yeah, we'll get a sausage. You know what I mean? I mean, I have a sausage. But that was the first time. Um, yeah. This is the second time. And he saw me score a goal one time. I've talked to him after. I mean. Well, let's talk about that. But let's show, ah. let's show a clip on the golf course. I believe oh, yeah. that you can explain sure. what this is about. <laughs> Here we are at Bally Mead. Yeah. And, uh, and you're not golfing today? You just, no. Just... No, Ken and I drive around and uh, say hello to all the golfers. And I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, Kenny and his... People do a wonderful job and uh, for good causes. Sure. And I'm thrilled to be here. This is the fourth annual uh, Clatter Fund. Now, you started the Clatter Fund. Uh, you know, you're from Boston. You're a Boston sports fan. You're an athlete. You're good looking. You got all your hair. I mean, what, what else What else can you do now? You're hanging out with Bobby Orr. Anything else going it on? You're in any, movies. It doesn't get any better than that. You're in movies. Hey, unless I can get some, someday get Larry Bird on the other side and I'm in the middle, then that's, that's, that doesn't get any better. Uh, good looking and an athlete. Step away. Step away. Hey, I've been drinking too, you know. Oh, he's my height. We love him. While we're at it, yes. we'd like to acknowledge the sausage guy. Yes, absolutely. The guy, Donating the their time right there and being a fellow Italian. I love the sausages yeah. and and I love the, the what the Clatter Fund does. And uh, all right, that's Bobby Orr grabbing a sausage. Uh, Ken Casey. I'm Dave Russo reporting uh, for Dirty Water TV. I'm gonna have a sausage. There you are, wow. having a sausage with Bobby wow. Orr on a golf course. I forgot about that. You've hit the. I, I you know what? I forgot the about top that. of the mountain there. Can I tell you? Can book. I tell you? I got him mad at me. Not there. Tell I me just, about it. Tell I, me so about far, your relationship. I've, got, I've gotten three people mad that uh, Bill Burr, the Fawns, Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Yeah, but this is that. Uh, okay. but, but Bobby Orr was this. So Ken Casey goes, "You got to interview a Russo. He's here." And Bobby's like, "I don't have to do crap. I'm getting a sausage." That was the second time. Swear to God. And I don't think he said crap, but he's like, no, I don't have it. And I was like, yeah, he doesn't have to. He can wait. And I'm over here. <laughs> and so, uh, and so this, that was in Tewksbury for the Clatter Hockey Tournament. And uh, I, don't, I didn't send you that video, but that was like my first reel. Okay. Because like, I was... Oh, I yeah, had met him I, before. I saw that one. I had yeah. met him before, and so like, kind of, he's like, hey, Ruth, like, he kind of knew me. Yep. And when I skated, and the, I skated, I actually saw, Bobby Orr actually saw me skating with Ken Casey. And like, I would, I'm like, hey, wave. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm smiling right now because... It's in it's in my head right here, and I but I don't think about it every day. But every once in a while, I go, "Wow, what the hell?" Yeah. And is that a, is that an annual event that's still the Clatterfund? We didn't do it this year, but okay. we do the Clatterfund every year in Tewksbury, 
Um, but yeah, so I didn't really pee up, uh, get get him mad at me. Uh, but I did get Henry Winkler a little. A little oh, thrown. tell that. I am a big so, uh, so Fonz fan. I'm the big Fonz fan. Yeah. So he's, he was filming Here Comes the Boom, in which Anthony was in. Skip Bly was in the movie. Is Here that comes right? Yeah, yeah. Here Comes the Boom, and uh, and I, you know, I wear the scally cap and the black jacket and stuff like that. So so they said, hey, uh, you know, they 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 said, uh, hey, we're gonna have you meet Henry. I go, okay. And I go, hey, Henry, David, look what you created. And he looked at me as if I was his son for a second. <laughs> like I think he thought oh my God. That I was like like an illegitimate child. Cause I'm like, look what you created. <laughs> so he was like, what the? And so and I had to explain. No, no, no. I mean about the leather jacket. He's like, all right. So when the picture, when we're taking a picture, he's like, what the? I think I freaked him out. Scabelli laughed. Scabelli was like, oh my God. He told. He thought you meant he was. Oh, we don't get video of Henry. In uh, I have a picture. Oh, I have a picture. A picture? Oh, I never did. The, this was um, yeah. here. Comes the boom was about a decade ago. I okay. believe. That's when the Everett High School was just closing up. Yeah. Talk about a legendary it. character. Oh, in, I mean. In uh, the Fonz, right? That's... You know, I'll tell you what. Um, I have a library card. I brush my teeth um, before I go to bed. I floss. I try to do the right thing. Uh, before I go on a date with a woman, I do jar exercise in case I kissed because he would do jar exercise. <laughs> the Fonz was my own. People always say to me, they go, Ruth, you're the Fonz. Yes, I bought into everything that he said. I was nice to people. I didn't bully. Um, That's right. He, was, he taught you know, he, right he, from he wrong. He taught he was, right from yeah. wrong. You know, remember Sticks, the African-American? Yes. Drama right there? Those I mean, the early on. ones. That's Those in the early ones. Dude, I'm getting chills. In yeah. 1970, yep. the Fonz is sticking yep. up already. You know what I mean? He's already saying it ain't right, yeah. what's going on. I mean, dude, I get chills when I think about that because people, because the, people remember the Fonz because the girls love the Fonz. No, he was cool. Gary Marshall uh, oh, was brilliant. a fan. That was Gary Marshall's friend. Uh, by the way, if you're a young entertainer, uh, read the book, buy the book, Wake Me When It's Funny by Gary Marshall. We, I tell all the young entertainers, all the young comics, you'll learn a ton of that. And that, a lot of the stories I'm telling about this stuff, Gary Marshall, he wrote that book, man, Wake Me When It's Funny. Well, of course, uh, of course, his sister, Penny Marshall, just passed away recently. Here's another great <sighs> comedian. I mean, Laverne and Shirley. Oh, she yeah. She was tough. Yeah. Laverne was tough. They, they, had a, they had a brewery in Milwaukee. Who's not tough who works at a brewery in Milwaukee? Good stuff. She passed, man. but she left $50 million. Good stuff. I really miss her. <laughs> you know she left $50 million in a will? I did not know that. Yeah. No. How do we... How do we Squiggy get it? Who I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Squiggy. Jesus. Squiggy in one of my favorite movies, Willow. <laughs> Ron Howard. Back to Ron Howard. Yeah, they're, they're legendary. That's just a great era of television. It's a great uh, era of television. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, the Gary Marshall thing, he, it, like, when you say uh, the Fonz and, and Penny Marshall, he created these characters. He did. He did. But they were characters that he knew. Like the Fonz yeah. was one of the – he goes, the Italian guys in my neighborhood were so good with the women. That's, I watched an interview. He goes, these guys were like, hey, how you doing? And that's, <laughs> and that's yeah. And so that's where the I Fonz mean, came. I know. And the Fonz, the I first know. thing was like – the Fonz came up with him when he did the comb, when he does his hair. Yeah. He puts the comb out. He goes – I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the goods. <laughs> no, you could never say when he was right, and then liver. Oh wow! Uh, you couldn't say. I forgot he couldn't say it was. Roo, roo, roo. That's right. That's wrong. The word's That's wrong. Right. But you know what I learned? I learned to say, ladies, I'm wrong. I'm wrong right now for something I'm going to do in the future, and you already know about it. <laughs> <laughs> that absolves you for the next ten years. I'm absolved. Yes, uh, Dave. Look, we're we're 54 minutes into oh, an really? hour program. We are flying through oh, wow. this. Awesome. I want to mention uh, uh, certainly promote those shows coming up Friday and Saturday. You know, I uh, I have a Facebook page like everybody does. Yes. Uh, yeah. The easiest, probably the easiest way though, Mike, is uh, if you go on DaveRusso.net. That's uh, DaveRusso.net. DaveRusso.net, not .com. That's a plumber in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> but it really is, which is sad. But uh, but all all my social media stuff's there. Yeah. The, the important one is the Russo on the Road uh, group page. I share a lot of things there. 
And uh, Facebook.com backslash Dave Russo comic is my uh, comic actor page. I mean, Russo on the road is just like, is that yeah. anything spontaneous? You just say, well, where am I going today? Okay, well, make the, let's make what? this Russo on the it road. Probably, uh, you know what? A few years back, uh, I had some potential of probably doing a sponsor, making it a regular gig. And it's just, it's more to it than that because yeah. people are like, go, go film something. When I filmed that Russo on the road with, Orlando, with Tony Orlando, yeah. I was failing it. Yeah, you know, yeah. when I was in Vegas, it was, you know, when I was filming, uh, when I was with Billy Burr doing the, we did an event for the Travis Roy. I mean, I was into the gig. I was, I was dude, let's get this on tape. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you got to capture awesomeness and you can't yeah. just create, you That's can create true. awesomeness, but it's nice when you can, I mean, who the heck, I couldn't script, I could never script how, how Bruce Springsteen and Tony Leonard acted when I pulled that video up. You look at their eyes, like what? It was new, anyways. Nobody knew what the heck a selfie stick was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, you you know, you're aware you're aware yeah. enough to recognize the moment. Yeah, there, you, you have know? to. You, you yeah. really have to listen. You, you know what? Just like in our interview right now, yeah. we're going one way. And we're like, hey, we, we slowed down. We felt it, and we moved. We moved a little bit because yeah. uh, you, you really have to go with it. Because sometimes I'm taping this is this is not fun. Yeah, Jesus. Well, you're having, having a good time tonight, I'm right? A great this is time. all about fun tonight. I, I wonder if she got any pictures. I wonder if she got any pictures like we asked. Any us pictures us. of us out there? Any pictures that we asked? Ah, oh, three minutes she's, left. She's, now that's she, Italian. We could have ran- ransomed the wine and, and held held back. Did she get wine? Yet? Uh, she should. Look at that. You're done. Well, you know, I, I've drank it before. Uh, we're down the last couple minutes. Uh, all right. I've enjoyed being on the O2148. I'll tell you that right now. So this is this is good stuff. I'm going to pour you some and me some. Now, this is your first time, you said, in six months. Six months. Back on the air well, with Dave Russo. That's why I wore the Beatles shirt. You didn't skip. Oh, I love it. We I are. Love it. We I, I told you, what I say to you when I first came in, I go, nice threads. Yeah. You dig it? There you um, go. Well, I don't think you skipped a beat. I, I felt very comfortable. I appreciate that. No, absolutely. I mean, we were having a good time. We got to do some jokes. Um, and, and hopefully we get to do this again. Love to oh, get you for up sure. The, love to get you up the vineyard. For sure. Oh, I'd love you know, to come up. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll I'm just going to. We'll do an 02148 night. Oh, my God. I like you that. Know, I think I might have to make my own wine. I might have to make an 02148 wine. Maybe this has that. been a great night, yeah. folks in Malden. Dave Russo, I can't thank you enough for coming my on tonight. My pleasure. My, anytime. My pleasure. Seriously. It was, uh, it was great having you on. It's just what the folks need a little laughter around this town and around the state and across the country. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming my pleasure, on. My pleasure, my pleasure. And, Anytime uh, you know that. I hope you to got do my this number. soon again. You got it. Um, we'll be at Pearl Street. We're going to be at, by the way, when this airs, <laughs> I'm going to take it off to Pearl Street. That's what we're going to do. How's that sound? There may Fair be enough? some pictures later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> folks, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks to Dave Russo. I'd like to leave you with a quote in, in honor of my friend's uh, profession, which is comedy. We all need to laugh. And this is from the great Charlie Chaplin, who said, A day without laughter is a day wasted. Don't waste any days, Malden. God bless. See you next month. God bless.